Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of Darling So It Goes. I'm your host Pascal and this week's episode is entitled Just Decide. Before we get started with the episode, I do have a few housekeeping items I want to cover. When Dee and I decided to start this podcast, we called it our big experiment. We did say in the first episode that we were going to give it a try and see if it worked. Our big experiment has continued to evolve and shift, and it's grown into a little podcast that we love. But as life does, darling, so it goes, it brings changes. Dee's had some life shifts lately that have led her to step away from the podcast. But with her blessing, I'm going to continue to pour my heart into this podcast. And I'm still going to be here every Thursday evening. Dee might return on occasion um, for guest hosting or if there's a topic that I really need her for, then she might be able to come back. But as a whole, I'm going to move forward on my own with Darling So It Goes. You can still find our podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You're still going to be able to submit questions, listener feedback, and show topic requests via social media and via email. Our email address is 222darlingsoitgoes at gmail.com. And moving forward, I'm so excited for the next upcoming episodes, but I also have some fun projects coming up and some fun news coming up, which I'm going to share along the way. So be sure to tune in every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. as usual for new episodes, but also to stay updated on the newest happenings. Before we get started on the topic for this week's episode, let's take a quick break for a word from our awesome sponsor. So this week, I wanted to talk about the power of making a decision and the process of getting there. Daily, we make a million little decisions, which you probably don't even notice, like what time you get up what to wear, what to have for breakfast, what to have for dinner. In my house, I made a rule. It was a new rule a couple of months ago that said, if you ask me what's for dinner, you're now in charge of making dinner for that night. I can't take it anymore. Like, if you're a mom, maybe dads feel this way too, but moms get so tired of making decisions it's little decisions. Most of the time they're insignificant decisions, but you just get so tired of being the one to make a decision. So every single day it was, what's for dinner? Have you decided what we're having for dinner yet? What's for dinner? Mom, what's for dinner? And finally I said, that's it. The next person who asked me what's for dinner is making dinner tonight. And that's just been the house rule moving forward. And it's been amazing. So I urge you to implement that in your house. (laughs) But anyway, some decisions are bigger and can have very real physical, mental, and emotional effects on yourself, on your body. Um, For example, thinking about being unhappy at your job and deciding if you should quit or stick it out. 
maybe you're having a financial strain and you're considering putting your house on the market to alleviate some of your debt. Those are pretty big decisions. And bigger decisions like this can lead you to experience symptoms of anxiety, stress, confusion or lack of clarity, exhaustion, overwhelm. The best, most positive decision isn't even always the easiest decision. So let's talk about ways to finally reach that all-important decision. First, I think it's important to take time out for self-care. In a previous episode, we talked about self-care, but do anything that supports your own physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And you can refer back to the episode on self-care for a broader description and conversation, but do things like taking a walk, have coffee with a friend, make a life coach appointment, meditate, pray, get a pedicure, read a book if you're a reader, read a book you've been wanting to read, anything that will help ground your energy and put you in a more positive frame of mind. Second, make a pros and cons list. Literally get two sheets of paper, write pros on one and write cons across the top on the other. And then spend some time writing everything that comes into your mind when you think about the decision you're trying to make. An example of this for me was when I was trying to decide whether or not to close my massage therapy practice years ago. My immediate pro was more time with my kids so I'd stop missing their sporting events, their practices, homework time, all of that kind of stuff. And very quickly, the cons that came to mind were who would care for my clients. That was my first con, was I felt like I was leaving my clients. Now clearly there are a million massage therapists, but when you're in the healing industry or you lead a healing sort of life this way, you're empathetic part goes immediately to someone else or what is this going to do to someone else? How is this going to make someone else feel? So that was a big one for me. And can we live without my income? Um, that is, it, those are the two that really quickly came. My pros and cons list grew over the days, weeks, and months, and yours should too. Maybe it won't take you 18 months to make a decision like it did me, but take as long as you can or as long as you need to take. Let your pros and cons list grow, even with the smallest details. One of my insignificant or seemingly insignificant details in the grand scheme of things was having less laundry to do because I washed all my sheets and towels myself at the end of each workday. So that was a couple of loads of laundry I had to do each evening that I worked to be ready for my next workday of clients. Um, another smaller detail that I had to consider was that I was gonna miss my little routine each day of going into my office saying hello to everyone who worked in the building that I passed on my way in, sitting at my desk and having people pop in. And 
I just loved all of that. So it didn't matter to me that these weren't life-changing matters. They were still pros and cons, so they were put on the list and I took them into consideration. The third step in just making a decision is to talk it out. So do you have a spouse or a partner? Do you have a parent or a sibling? Maybe a couple of friends that can listen and offer valuable feedback. Sit down with one or two of the people who are in your tribe and go over your pros and cons list with them. Maybe your people have additional reasons that you didn't even think of. You don't have to follow their guidance, but I find that the best ideas come from brainstorming with my people. So coffee with a friend, a walk and a talk with a friend, um, laying in bed at night with my husband having a conversation. And I even consider my kids as my tribe and I seek out their opinions in some decisions that I've had to make. One of those decisions was about closing my massage therapy office. But I find that they frequently have a totally different way of looking at things that I don't have. So they think differently than I think. So they might say something that makes me completely rethink some of my pros and cons or adds things onto my list that I wouldn't have even considered. So we might come to the same end result, but their process is so different from mine. So I definitely value their opinion. Now, a caveat to that is, first of all, the ultimate decision as a parent is my decision to make. So, yep, I do like to talk things out with them sometimes and ask them for their opinions and their feedback, but that's who we are as a family. So we're a talking household from the really minor things to the big significant life issues. So that works for us and I just find that the more we talk about things, even the insignificant things, it brings us all closer together and we live on the same page. Some of the best advice I got was from our Auntie Lynn and when my kids were little, little, and she said that even when they won't stop talking and the stories are so long and it's driving you crazy, never tell them to stop talking to you because once they stop talking to you, they don't start talking to you the same way again. So I've never wanted to stop the conversation because I've always wanted that conversation with my kids. And that honestly was some of the most valuable parenting advice I feel like we've ever received. So take a look at who's in your tribe, whether it's family or friends, coworkers, whomever it is, and whatever your decision is that you have to make, what's relevant, and talk it out with those people don't confuse yourself with 10 different opinions from people, but maybe just one or two valued sources that you have and see if that helps you to come more to a decision. The fourth step, and honestly, I feel like one of the most important steps is really just to trust your gut. I feel like 
I can never say it enough. Just go with your intuition, trust your gut. There's never a greater compass for you to follow than that trusty little voice in your head or that growing, gnawing gut feeling that you get. Listen to it. It's so important and it's so powerful. Speak your choices out loud one at a time and see how that decision possibility makes your body feel. If your question is whether or not to leave your job, for example, say out loud something like, and say it with conviction as though it's true, something like, I just quit my job. How does that make you feel in that moment? Do you feel excited? Do you feel sick at your stomach? Are you happy? Are you anxious? Once you feel all of those feels, change your answer to, I am staying at my job, and feel whatever feels come into your body from that proclamation. Same thing, do you feel excited? Do you feel happy or anxious? Do you feel sick at your stomach? Do, do you feel overwhelmed? Whatever those things are, there is your magic. That's your gold. It's with yourself that you're gonna find what is for your highest good. So take into consideration the feedback from the people in your tribe, but the magic, the gold, is within yourself. That is what is for your highest good. So I can't stress enough that you really should listen to that. And the fifth step is to simply decide. Finally, making the decision will bring a new energy of that decision and give you the perspective of being in the now moment. So making that decision and stating it it's going to bring in a new energy that only that decision can make. So once you decide, notice all of the physical, mental, and emotional symptoms that you had in the beginning before you started this process. Watch them start to vanish. Watch them start to fade away. The stress, the worry, maybe you've had headaches from the decision process, maybe you had fatigue, all of it goes by the wayside because your decision has now been made. From there, it's important to just stand in your truth, lead from your heart and your kindness. Once you make your decision, don't waffle. Don't teeter-totter, maybe I will, maybe I won't. The whole point of the decision-making process is to bring you that, bring you to that place of self-assuredness of standing in your own power of knowing that this decision was well thought out you have clarity you have positivity about it and you don't need to waver and waffle anymore because you know that this decision comes from your highest good that place inside of you that speaks your ultimate truth so I challenge every one of you this week, in the weeks coming up, to use these decision-making steps, use this process when you have your next big decision to make. And maybe it's not a decision as big as quitting your job or selling your house, but 
if it feels like a significant decision that is definitely going to impact your life, maybe a little bigger than what's for dinner, mom, then use these steps and take some time and really sit with it and work through the process and see what happens in the process. See where it leads you along the way. See how you feel at the end. And if you're able to come to that final, ultimate resolution, yes, this is my decision. I'm standing in my power. I'm speaking my truth and I'm not wavering. See how that works out for you. As always, I of course would love your feedback and I'd love to hear you know, how it worked out for you, what your challenges with it happened to be, if it worked, if it didn't work, all of it. I love to hear back from the listeners. So as I do each week, um, just before I started the episode, I pulled a card and it's from the Soul Coaching Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn. And the card that jumped out at me this week is healing. Um, the card meaning is healing is occurring. You're a natural healer. You're on the mend and your situation is being resolved. Have faith that it is happening. Your soul wants you to know healing is natural. Everything in nature has the intrinsic ability to restore itself. You're a part of the world, so you also have this innate ability. Often, healing needs to occur on the inner planes before it can manifest on the outside. To assist this process, focus on what's great and let go of what isn't working or what's wrong. Hold a vision of the solution that you desire. Be patient and trust that recovery is occurring in its own time and way. Nature is one of our greatest healers, so spend time with the trees, soak up the rays of the sun, and dance in the rain. I feel like that was a beautiful card for the week, and as I feel like it always does, it gives us some grounding and some validation that what we just talked about is actually true. And you guys, I swear, I do not look at these cards and choose one by what the card meaning says in the little guidebook. I swear to you, I knock three times on the deck just to knock out the old energy in the cards. And then I start shuffling the cards as you would a deck of cards in my hands over and over. And as I'm shuffling from one hand to the other over and over, one ultimately jumps out or flips over in the deck or just lands in my lap, whatever. But that's the card that I know is going to be right to give you at the end of the episode. So I promise, promise, promise that I'm not looking at this ahead of time, but I feel like it basically validates and sums up everything we talked about. Yeah, maybe it's not actual healing, quote unquote, but it does say that you're on the mend and or a situation is being resolved. So have faith that it's happening. So to me, going back to what we've already talked about, having faith in this process, 
having faith in yourself, having faith in your tribe, having faith in your gut, your intuition, and knowing that what you're doing is bringing you to the decision that is for your highest good. And again, going back to the card meaning, everything in nature has intrinsic ability to restore itself and often healing needs to occur on the inner planes before it can manifest on the outside. So maybe it is and maybe it's not actual healing, again, quote unquote, that you need to do, but maybe it really is just sitting with it and feeling the feels that come along with it. That in itself is a type of healing, is just feeling the feels and feeling how it makes your body feel and understanding what those feels mean to you. So again, it says to assist in this process, focus on what's great and let go of what isn't working or what is wrong. So in doing your pros and cons list, the pros are focusing on what's great. The cons are focusing on what's wrong, what isn't working, what maybe isn't for your higher self. And then it says, hold a vision of the solution that you desire, be patient and trust that recovery is occurring in its own time and way. So like I said, my process took 18 months to come to a decision to finally say, I am closing my massage therapy practice and put it out to the world. Your process might not take that long, but put into the universe your desired outcome. Your desired outcome is whatever is gonna bring you to the highest and best for yourself and this decision. So the decision needs to be made. So put out to the universe, please help me make this decision for my highest and my best and see what comes of it. The cards are amazing, you guys. You guys are amazing. So thank you for joining me again this week for this week's episode. Change what you can as the days and the weeks come at you. But for everything else, remember to say, darling, so it goes and go within. Good night.